are here and we are back at the Tax Cast. And today we've got a very special guest, a good friend of mine, Noah Vale. How you doing, Noah? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. How you doing, Dax? I'm I'm all right, man. I had a long weekend. Uh Tampa Pro, we just put on our um our second event of the year over at Retro Rat. Um it was a long day, but the show went very smoothly. Fantastic. Um, All good to hear. But Heavy successfully defended uh, his heavyweight championship. Uh, I'm trying to think other events that occurred. Um, but that was the main event. Uh, we had a uh, nasty boy, Brian Knobs, that came out. Real great guy. Um, signed a lot of autographs for everybody that was there. And um, a hell of a show. I wrestled uh, in a six man. It was myself, Nick Abrams, and Cowboy Kid, Andrew Mitchell, versus Exodus, and Logan Wrights of the movement. So um, we had some unsettled business, and um, we locked horns one last time. And um, it looks like uh, Logan Wrights and uh, Andrew Mitchell will be uh, have a follow-on match after that. So we look forward to seeing what comes to that. And we are back in... Uh, we're aiming for May, May twenty seventh, I think. Like if Windows wants to cooperate with me, so I see my calendar. Yay, Windows eleven. Um, it is uh, May twenty seventh. We're doing a night show on that day. Um, it's gonna be too hot to do Thursday. <laughs> it was a little toasty. This one wasn't too bad, but um, you know, one thing we have a problem with is um, everybody, all the fans that come. They want to sit in the shade, <laughs> and hard cam is facing outside where there is no uh, um, shade. So everybody sits on the other yeah. side. So we like, like, like we started the show off. We had one person sit on hard cam. It's like, oh jeez. Well, we'll co- it's not a big deal. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. I mean, um, uh, and um, but it was great. I, mean, I say um a lot. That's one of my bad habits, as you know. So. I say so and um, and the reason I say so a lot is because it is a uh, it is a crutch because I used to stutter when I was younger, and mm-hmm. so was a breakout word. The breakout word I would use to uh, be able not to stutter. So that's why I say it that way. Um, so let's talk actually. about. He used to have does a he have the same issue? Actually, we, yeah, yeah. We younger, he used to have that same kind of stutter. Yeah. So Noah, tell me about what's going on with you. Uh, at least um, on, on, in your neck of the woods, we'll dive in, obviously, to a hot topic here with um, um, the forgotten state topic, and kind of sets of. I think we need to set some things straight because I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of interpretations, and I think uh, just intro yourself a little bit and tell us what you're doing right now. Oh God, I am. Uh... Sex Pistol Noah Vale. I've been wrestling in the Florida area for about five years at this point. Um, I've been as, as far south uh, as one can go in the continental United States in this state um, and as far north uh, as one can get before you end up in Georgia. Um, I've pretty much ran, run the gambit. Um, as far as things I've got going on right now, just a lot of traveling, a lot of going to a lot of different places and uh, a lot of really cool branding and marketing things that I'm really excited to get Great. set up in the future and, and uh, get set up for myself. Uh, you know, so let's talk. You know, like, let's talk. 
Yeah, let's dive into that a little bit later. Um, but let's dive into you, at least when you started out, I believe you were trained at, by Tony for mm-hmm. uh, DWI, if I remember yes. correctly, because I think I may have met you on my tail end when you were just a young boy, you know, doing young boy stuff um, at that point. Yeah. And maybe my last show or one of those at the old uh, Home Depot flea market deal or whatever it was um, yep. over in Ruskin. And um, yeah. I probably crossed paths with you then. You just were uh, a nerdy guy with glasses and didn't <laughs> completely different look. I think, if I remember correctly, yeah. but nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. And um, but but you were out, out there paying your dues and so it kind of kicked off there and all that kind of stuff. And um, you kind of kind of graduated there, then started mm-hmm. working the scene. You're in Sper- Sarasota, Bradenton. Where are you at? Uh, Bradenton area, kind of on the border Bradenton. between Bradenton, Sarasota, but yeah, Bradenton. Yeah, so, so uh, I love Bradenton; it's beautiful. But the um, at least the beach area is, and oh, yeah. so you started working that scene. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you said, you worked, you know, all the way down to like Miami and different promotions. What promotions, you know, like like would you like to mention? I guess. Uh, as kind of ones you feel like, uh, because you wrestled for me over at Tampa Pro with um, with uh, Ezreal uh, yeah, as the Sex Angels. Definitely mm-hmm. Tampa Bay Pro. Uh, I definitely say that uh, Spirit Pro Wrestling when I was still around was definitely Spirit. That's what was named. It was escaping uh, me what the name of that promotion was. Um, the Alex Todd yeah. was kind of helping out with that stuff. It was a really good opportunity because I ended up meeting a lot of different people out there that much later on kind of ended up becoming kind of like mainstays in like uh, my general kind of group around me. Like uh, Mm -hmm. I I think back to that time kind of fondly because it was one of the first times outside of the bubble that me and Azrael ended up tagging together. It was one of the first times that I'd ever met Robert Martyr. Uh, It was one of the first times that I'd ever really got to spend some time with first class, um, you know, Ron Bass Jr. and Daniel Starling and kind of uh, really get to set the foundation of like, the, the core people that would be around me. It was the first time I ever uh, got to lock up with Weezy T as well. So it was, it was really like a, a foundational building block for myself as a performer. Um, uh, can't fail to mention real pro wrestling as well. Um, one that kind of escapes a lot of people's minds in terms of, I think the annals of history is, is house of Lucha, um, which was ran by uh, Poppy, Poppy Nieves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Poppy um, Nieves and and yeah. um, super, the super solid Preston guy. Kane. Yes, sir. Preston, Preston Kane, was yeah. actually like uh, one of those guys who kind of took me when I was during that like young boy phase, the first couple of years of my career, and really gave me a lot of solid advice. Him and him and Donnie uh, both kind of pointed me in the right direction as far as things were concerned, and gave me a lot of really good experience early on. Um, Two great guys, by the way. Just great dudes, you know. Fantastic dudes, fantastic dudes. Um, but yeah, we we me and Azzy, especially in those early years, just kind of ran the road and, and went where they would take us, and, and gave them a hundred percent everywhere that we would go. And you know, that's allowed me to have a lot of great opportunities, kind of branching out and, and you know, meeting a lot of new people and getting to a lot of different places, and you know, ending up at some of the places that I end up now. Thankfully. Uh, because of those opportunities and those, you know, connections and, and the things that I've learned on my journey. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, um, 
you know, you kind of went through the gamut there in in Florida um, for quite a few years. I mean, not like 20 years or something like that, but you, you know, you spent some time, you know, working uh, the promotions in Florida and likely uh, like anything you, you network. And I think um, that's important for people to understand, at least in the wrestling business is networking is very important. It can be more important than a lot of other things. But um, but because right place, right time, right people, opportunities present themselves. And especially when you're going like, even in Florida, if you're going from uh, Bradenton to Miami for a booking or what have you, you're riding in a car with somebody for four hours, then four hours back. So you're going to you get to know people, you know, they're, you know, they're like family. And that's why I look at wrestling as a, somewhat fraternal um, occupation in a sense. And um, it, it's great to see you kind of bond because it's funny. Um, I remember Azriel was just a young pup at the time. And um, uh, his real name, his first name is Joe. And Joe is like, hey, Dax, I got this guy. He wants to, you know, uh, he's my tag partner now. I'm like, tag partner? You've had like one match, Joe. What are you talking about tag partner? <laughs> And like you know, like me, you never know who someone's gonna cross, like get to know on the scene. Oh, and then yeah. he's like, "Oh, oh yeah. it's this guy Noah." And I still didn't know you by that name yet, um, but I knew your your real name, uh, Trey. And I was like, "Oh, Trey." He said your name, and I was, "Oh, I, I know who you're talking about." And, and um, I wasn't worried about like some. Billy Bob coming in and be like trying to yeah. mooch off of them because you and him complement each other very well and uh, you're a respectful dude and I know who trained you and all those kind of things so you know and then we started um you know when I would do the mock shows I would let you know do open ring and all that kind of stuff in um at the training facility we would um you know you guys would come out and work out and try things out and you know kind of build up a, a tag set and, and a singles uh, move set as well and you guys really matured um and uh, got on the road and then started doing stuff out of state and um kind of the rest is history well i guess the you know we're just starting out here for you really uh, and, and um, so definitely so tell me about so, so tell me about some of the promotions you're working with out of state, uh, out of Florida, that is. Uh, outside of Florida, um, last year was a huge kind of year sort of spreading out for me as well as uh, a lot of the guys that I kind of ride with. Um, SEI uh, action next up, a huge opportunity down in Georgia for any of the younger guys who are looking for that opportunity to kind of get their feet wet in uh, any out of state sort of venture is a fantastic platform uh gets you on iwtv gets you in front of a lot of people who are um influential and and have uh i guess you could say a a sort of higher level of intelligence than like you know some of us who are just starting out and um and it's really like uh valuable because there's only so many people that like a, a you or a bud heavy or anybody has time to give advice to in in you know, one day if there's a show and there's like 20, 20 of us or however many of us that are coming up to you, whether we're booked on the show or not, you know, there's only so much you, advice you can get 
from one yeah. person when they're being swamped by that many people. Yeah. So it's always nice to yeah. kind, of, it, kind of branch out and, and get that perspective from so many different people. Yeah, and, um, it, and I think that's important, especially when you're starting out. You need that feedback um, so you can make corrections. You know, uh, you know um, RBJ would tell you, you know, I'm a big guy like, like Joe is. And, you know, I, I I give him criticism, and he knows that. And he, a lot of times I'm not saying, you know, I tell me, hey, you did this well, you did this well. I don't like how you did that. And usually the I don't like comes first, but I'm not going to go out of my way just to be like, hey, man, you got to clean this up, you know. Usually yep. it's, it's uh, you know, hey, man, you know, I saw, like, you know, like for a while there, the only reason that I had an IWTV account was to watch Joe's matches, RBJ's matches, um, because I knew he was going up there. Then, then Dan started going up there with him, and then you know, um, you know, next thing you know, like uh, Tyshawn and uh, Weezy and all them yep. were starting to go up. So I kind of keep an eye for a bit, um, and um, and all those things are good things, man. Because no matter what, Absolutely. like in my perspective, in my perspective, I want to see guys be successful. I have nothing other to gain in this business as somebody at my age still being able to do it is enough. Like and to to be able to kind of help and I'm not going to be I'm not like one of those uh, godfathers of of you know independent wrestling. People come to me they want my opinion, I'll give you my opinion, but I'm not going to kind of go out of my way to that opinion out there because I've also learned if you try to do that, that makes you kind of like um too aggressive about that and Absolutely. some people don't like that you know sometimes yeah. you just let the shows most shows i don't give anybody my opinion unless they ask for it and um and and that also to the point not to cut you off but it also shows who is willing to to kind of take that advice and who really yeah. wants to learn at that same token because they're you know even in my like uh I guess you could say limited experience. There are people who I've had come up to me and ask me advice and, you know, I'm, I'm not really anybody special or anything like that, but uh, it it's very different when it's like you have somebody that's coming up and they want to learn and they want to know and they want to improve themselves. And you can see the the want and the drive and the ambition behind that. It makes it a little bit, it, it, it makes you feel a little bit better because it's like you can think like this person's, actually going to take what I'm saying and take the advice and the criticism. They're going to yeah. work on whatever it is they need versus somebody who's just kind of, you know, it's like, Oh, well, you know, uh, this person's just giving me advice. I'm just going to blow smoke up their ass and be like, Oh yeah, cool. Yeah. I'll take that. And then yeah. they move on about their day. And um, so I think that that's a good thing. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's one of the things that I've always kind of strived for when I go to shows is like whether I'm going up to Indiana with Naptown or Paradigm or anything like that. If I'm in a locker room with somebody um, and I respect them and I respect what they do and they're, you know, a veteran who's been around for a while and there's somebody who I want to learn from, I'll go up to them. I'll ask them questions, ask them if they saw my match, ask them to watch my match because you never know what valuable piece of advice you can get from somebody. Even if you think that, you know, maybe because they're a bigger guy, they don't wrestle the same style as me there might be something that they see that you might not necessarily be aware of that they might think of from a different perspective. And that could always be useful. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, you take it and there's uh, like, you take that criticism and you use it, 
you know, um, my trainer always said, take everyone's criticism, listen to them. You don't have to take their advice. You can just listen, hear them out and let them speak. Um, and if you have any questions, come to me and ask me and I'll give you my feedback of their feedback and we can go from there. Hmm. And, um, I think a lot of people see like you get some old geezer vets that are really just trying to, uh, you know, stroke their ego. And, um, and it, it, it kind of just, and you, but most people can tell when that's the case, you know, like if, if you've been doing this for at least a little bit, you, you start to understand that. And, um, but let's go ahead and um, so just to mention some of those promotions, Matt Griffin over at Action Pro in uh, is it Georgia, Tennessee? It's in that that Georgia. kind of it's Georgia. It's, the, it's northern Georgia. It's, it's Georgia. Um, Matt Griffin has a very close relationship with Scott Hensley, who who runs like the SCI stuff that he does. Um, yeah, the it's scenic. About, it's scenic city it's invitational. City Yes, sir. Is that a promotion uh, or is it a actual just a uh, like events that he runs once in a while type of thing? It's like a once it, it's so they have their uh, their SEI Rumble, which is kind of like a, a once a year sort of showcase. Uh, then they have the Scenic City Invitational, uh, the Scenic City Invitational being a tournament. Um, yeah, can't that's what the thought. winner gets for the for the prize. Of it's it, sort of but, like a Hoss uh, style tournament, I believe, because Martyr won it. it. it last year it can like the be, single absolutely yeah it, it's yeah. it's got a very sort of old school sort of uh feel to it it's it's very wrestling you know what i mean um but they do have a lot of new school kind of guys up there like easy like the gifted just went up there and just wrestled with a uh, top team um uh some of the guys from the wwa4 academy down in georgia ran by ar fox yeah. which Oh, Fox was a fantastic kids, yeah. match. Fantastic yeah, was, match. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, Aaron's a great dude, and he he trains his guys well. Oh yeah, definitely. And they're so, he's super athletic. He makes oh, and that rubs off on his kids there. Oh yeah, and there's um, and then <laughs> every time, and then you have um, because those kids are hungry, and like Georgia has a, a wide variety of styles in that state, kind of like Florida. I mean, Florida's the same way. If you go yeah. to you know the the mid central to south, it's a little more fast paced wrestling. Um, if you go stick to up north, it's a little more old school. You know uh, the southern, what we would say southern style, the NWA style. Um, yeah. And um, but then I know action is more of a like uh, more of a faster style. And yeah. then. Um, I don't know about SCI as much because I just don't know it. Um, but I, I but I know it's it's very reputable. And you also have Jaden's uh, promotion. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. In uh, TWE, I believe. T- TWE, TWE. He his promotion that's up there, and 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 they buddy up with a lot with IWTV, and they have other um, promotions come through there. I think like ICW New York will go through there and different places like that. And um, you got um, but yeah, you got like a, and then you have Paradigm in Indiana. I want to say is yes, it Indiana or Paradigm is it? yeah, and yeah. um, so but all those are are on that IWTV deal, like they're like in that circuit, so to speak. Um, like Alex Kane, for example, who works over at um MLW with me, 
he actually came out of that kind of circuit. And um, Kelvin Tankman was another one that came out of that circuit. Mm -hmm. Both those guys were working paradigm. Um, And uh, 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 Tankman actually runs the uh, one of the promotions that I'm a uh, regular at in Indiana, uh, NapTown All Pro. Um, Okay, he's one of the he's one of the four founders. So. Uh, getting to have the opportunity to share a locker room with him and pick his brain a lot is really, really cool. Um, yeah, Alex Kane, somebody kid. that I met, I'm, him and Myron Reed, both two guys that yeah. I met when I was at um, Paradigm was a very, again, another fantastic learning experience. Both of them are really solid dudes. Watching Myron put together like a multi-man match was, was a sight to behold, yeah. genuinely. Yeah. I've known Myron since I started at MLW. He was there before me, actually. And um, he he's so freaking talented and uh, can move oh, yeah. like... guys like Spider-Man out there, you know? And he's smart oh, yeah. with his wrestling. He makes the moments count. He gets the most mileage out of what he does. Great dude. Um, in and out of the ring. Um, has a beautiful wife and, and two kids. And... Hey everybody, if you want to support the DaxCast or Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling, we have multiple tiers available on Patreon. Go ahead and head to our official website, TampaBayProWrestling.com, click the Patreon icon, and go ahead and check out what memberships and tiers you would be interested. We always appreciate all the support, and our proceeds go to the production of Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling, in the Dax cast. Thank you so much. But um Fantastic. but moving on. So um so I mean you've been bouncing around here um kind of you know experimenting you're still doing some Florida shows. You do real pro. If I call you you probably come over if you're available. I know I've hit you up a few times but you're just booked out or whatever. <laughs> and uh and w- w- which is all great things. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um I want guys to go and get a name for themselves and and out this area code you know because you have to do that and i think you you are doing that which is great and uh, then that allows you to be a little more picky with your florida promotions because you got some stuff outside that you don't have to be as picky because you already got kind of a regular deal going on so so let's talk about the the topic of the week i get or topic of the (laughs) month i would say absolutely and let's talk about the the forgotten and um, just like I just want to hear your side of it, not the innuendo or any of that other stuff that came along with it that other people may have interpreted. I know um, Eddie Torres, uh, like Eddie had his opinion on what he had heard and um, he vocalized. And there were some things I agreed with based off of his understanding of it. But I also had other understanding of it. So I think. um you know, let's hear from your side, and uh, because I think you were at one of the one of the forefronts of kind of where this came about. So, the Forgotten State originated just as a little bit of a backstory to set the stage. Um, going back to action, uh, AC Mack had won the IWTV World Heavyweight Championship. Um, I can't remember exactly who he wrestled for the championship, but upon him winning the championship, there was a sense of like uh, accomplishment, and there was a a large sort of uh, promo that he had cut, kind of a rallying cry for the South in a sense. 
um, during this promo, he effectively in gimmick, kayfabe, whatever you want to call it, uh, effectively was holding the championship hostage. Uh, the championship had spent most of its lifetime in the Northeastern promotions. And this was sort of his way of saying, we're going to keep this down here. We're going to defend it in the South. We're going to defend it in the Carolinas. We're going to defend it in the Georgias, the Alabamas, the Missouris, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, he missed a few states in there, and one of which that I and some of the people that I was riding with at the time when we were on our way to action for the first time uh, was Florida. Of course, being the prideful uh, individuals that we are, we took offense to this. Um, the entirety of this had spurned on a movement that was effectively coined as uh, Southeast First the effective kind of coming out party for Southern wrestling, at least in, in this sort of uh, spotlight. Right. And my thought process at the time, and to an extent still is I found offense with the fact that during that Florida was not one of the first initial thoughts on their mind, especially considering the close proximity to Georgia at the time and that, you know, it seemed a lacking of representation in this sort of bubble. I also thought, because this is how my brain works, uh, that's a very good marketing opportunity for us, especially as young wrestlers who are coming out, who maybe don't have a lot of buzz and backing behind us as something that we can use to identify ourselves and kind of as an almost sort of domino effect, right? Um you, you can't, you know, run a company if you don't have salespeople going out and selling your product and telling people about your product and spreading the word about your product. Uh, the product in this case just being Florida wrestling as a whole. Um, wrestling, is, as you're aware of, Dex, is something of a... It's something of like a feeder system, right? You go out, you get as big as possible and can bring more eyes to anything that you do with your personal brand the idea of forgotten state partially for myself beyond simply just the pride and the uh i guess you could say love for my state and my wrestling scene and wanting it to see that recognition is also if we go out we build our own personal brands we build ourselves as uh being built from this forgotten state that drums up interest with that interest. We bring that interest back to Florida and with that interest back in Florida, we bring a bunch of new eyes who are maybe here for our individual brands or maybe just to see what this whole forgotten state thing is about. And with that interest, the entirety of the scene can overall improve, whether that be from other people's brands in, uh, increasing, promotional brands increasing, or just the scene overall getting that extra boost of kind of flourishing. Um, so it kind of bit of a double-edged sword because it just kind of fit two purposes. Um, the, the part that did surprise me was the I guess, lack of understanding of that kind of uh, system from, from a lot of people. And this almost sort of feral response to what is effectively a bunch of people just kind of touting the successes and touting their uh, accomplishments of not just themselves, but for the entirety of the state, almost sort of 
uh, I, I guess in a sense, trying to get others to rally behind all of us. Because in my mind, a victory for one of us is a victory for all of us. But I cannot assume that everyone else has that same mentality as well. Um, but that's kind of the beauty of the Forgotten State, in a sense. It being a hashtag, it's something you can choose to use, and it's something you can choose to ignore. But okay. the fact that it kind of drummed up this much controversy in the first place, at least for me, and, and this could be a misunderstood uh, consequence, kind of proves that it works. <laughs> well, well it, it definitely got the attention of a lot of people. And um, I guess, uh, you know, I'm not representing Eddie or I, I represent myself. Okay. Um, um, there, I think the thing that bothered some people, the dilemma with it, isn't the fact that you guys, one, are trying to get over, one, trying to, it's sort of a, a movement that you guys are trying to do with certain talent that are coming from Florida and going up there. I don't think that's a problem at all. Um, I think where people had a problem is because you used the word state in there. Like, hey, we're the forgotten state? Like, what the fuck? Like, like Florida is supposed to be forgotten? Um, no, it's not forgotten. And I think some of the points that Eddie was making, which a lot of people probably agree with, is the fact that, you know, Florida's like the mecca of pro wrestling. And the thing is, where it might be forgotten was IWTV. And because that was where a lot of TV companies were recruiting talent out of. Because Absolutely. you have IW, because you look at the at that time at least, and still even now, um, you have Fight TV, you got IWTV, you got what is it? Pro Wrestling TV, I think that's the, uh, yeah, another one. I think so. And then there's like some other, um, but the whole online presence um, that you know um, is out there. There wasn't much representation in Florida, but that's not the talent's fault. That if no. you want to blame somebody, it, 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 it's the promoter's fault. That promoters either aren't big enough to be on one of those platforms, or they might not record. Like, there's a lot of shows. I'm sure you've worked a lot of shows in Florida that don't record yeah. their matches, don't record their shows. Absolutely. It's literally just Absolutely. to run a show locally, and maybe for the promoter, make a little bit of money, or maybe just to get the boys some reps or whatever it is. But the thing is, is um, but up there. They were hooked up. They had IWTV. There was no IWTV in Florida, to my knowledge, unless they like it was like a ICW at WrestleMania or whatever came through, or you know, Paradigm at WrestleMania. But like you know, when it was in in Tampa, but there wasn't any representation other than wasn't no peace or maybe no peace underground or something was on there at some point. I don't think they are. I'm not sure where, where they are now. But like they were had some sort of online presence, but you got most of the people that would just you know put their stuff in post and throw it on YouTube or throw it on Facebook or whatever, if that is even, or they won't put anything out. A lot of people are that, or they had their own deal with something else. Um, like like with my show, you know, uh, Tampa Bay Pro, we I put on Fight TV, Absolutely. but I I'm running in the rear because like nine months in the rear with our tapings, just because we're backlogged. And yeah. um, as the promoter, I take full responsibility for that. And part of the reason is staffing. 
I, you know, I didn't have any help. It was me and that was it. Um, that was producing that stuff. And now I got, I got some help now. I got some help that some, some folks that are, are starting to help me out and kind of ease some of that. So, because I saw it becoming a problem and uh, it's been a problem for years. And for me to take Tampa Bay pro wrestling to the next level, we got to fix certain things. Ain't, ain't nothing perfect. Um, but I feel, but I take pride in the fact that I, I put a product out there online, you know, other than yeah. just flip, you know, selling tickets and putting butts in every 18 inches. And, um, and the thing is, is I, what sparked it for just to kind of go back on this. I remember talking to Dante, um, DMC. Okay. And uh, me and DMC go back way back, you know, when he was just reffing and training and all that kind of stuff. And I, you know, we've always, you know, me and uh, DMC have always had a good, and he's part of your deal, like the forgotten state deal. And he's been very vocal about this. And I remember it was probably one of the Daytona shows at Go Wrestle. And uh, we were talking and it probably been right about when the uh, forgotten state got mentioned and i remember telling i, I believe I, we had this conversation with dmc but um I, I remember it so it must have happened and i remember it was right after pwi 500 came out and mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't this year must have been the year before or whatever and uh i and i remember saying to him man um hey this forgotten state thing it really makes sense with this pwi 500 because I look at this PW500, PWI 500, and most of the guys that are getting featured on here that aren't already TV talent are on IWTV. Exactly. A lot of them weren't even on fight. It was oh. like, it was completely skewed. And I was like, why is this? And to me, it's like, well, the guys that read this obviously have an IWTV account. And yep. when you look at things, I'm just going to be frank here. And I know the guys that I do, well, I know some of the guys at IWTV with uh, some of their production folks at, at MLW. Um, and um, that also do services there from time to time. And I know for a fact that IWTV has like 7,000 subscribers. But those 7,000 su- subscribers have to be pretty dedicated to independent wrestling to want to do that. Fight TV yeah. has 7 million subscribers but they're also having all sorts of other events on there that have nothing to do with independent professional wrestling um it's all over the place but wrestlemania was on there you know what i mean i think some aw at some point was on there and um way back in the day um, that and like bleacher report or whatever it was and the thing is is you know representation matters for florida and uh, and in a sense i was like you know I'm going to say something because, hey, sometimes I do see some of those guys from PWI. And I did say something to them. I, I can't remember who it was, but I ran across somebody up north. And I said, hey, man, like, watch some Florida wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, try to, yeah. you know, like, try to look at some of that. Because, honestly, I see some of these guys in the 500. And, and I'm not trying to, like, shit on anybody. But there were some guys on there. I know that there's plenty of Florida guys that could fill those slots but you know what i mean like without a shadow doubt and like in pro wrestling shit's subjective I, I i get it you know what i mean and some guys are are wrestlers wrestlers like you're like us as trained eyes can go and yeah. we can see like dude this guy is like really good 
but the fans might not gravitate, you know, to the like Brad Armstrong or something. Like, dude, the guy's yeah. like a wrestler's wrestler. But the thing is, is like because they weren't getting eyeballs on them, they get scooted to the back and, and that's, off the five hundred list. And that's what for us in. Uh, I guess us in the forgotten state or just the forgotten state in general as a concept, that's kind of what we want to address is just bringing attention to like, Hey, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of skewed perception about Florida because even when, for instance, I go out of state or I, I can't tell you how many times, like for instance, first time that I went up to uh, Tennessee, uh, one of the promoters of a very large promotion up there asked me and he was like, Hey, what's down there? And this is a question I've been asked multiple times. And they'll they'll bring up the big promotions. Obviously, they'll bring up like FIP, WWN. Um, they'll bring up like Tampa Bay Pro and the Lethal Academy uh, if they're like really plugged into the know. But like mm-hmm. they don't because there's not as much representation. There's not as much like you said to your uh, to your credit. There's not as much of of product on the channels that they watch or on the programming that they watch. They just don't know that we exist. And because of that, it leads to a lot of the talent that is down here, a lot of really good professional wrestlers being, for lack of a better term, forgotten. And with that, it's mostly for us just being uh, very vocal about that and kind of seeing it as a bit of an injustice and being like, hey, we're here too. There's a lot of really great wrestling and a lot of really great talent down here, a lot of fantastic promotions and a lot of fantastic professional wrestlers that are down here that should have this recognition, that deserve that kind of recognition, that should be on your PWI 500 lists, that should be uh, featured on your um, your your showcases or what have you that are Covers just as good as... Covers articles, spotlights, exactly. all that kind of shit exactly. on PWI or... Or Wrestle Inc. or Rajah.com exactly. or whatever, you know. And and not having those things, uh, I think it, it's it's mostly for us of just kind of being like, well, if we can, I we, if anybody goes out, whether it's me, Marquise, Martyr, or anyone, and they want to use that hashtag and they want to bring attention to it, it's more so uh, kind of like in my mind, a bit of a battle cry, right? We go out. We show what we're about. Forgotten State, whether or not it's something that you want to do, is irrelevant. The fact of the matter is, the purpose of it is to bring attention to us so that our state, while yes, it is the mecca for those larger stages, your WWEs, your AEWs, and so on and so forth, that's great. That does not help your average professional wrestler who is four years in, who's three years in, so on and so forth. Yeah. Unless they're like a a, a, a fucking, I'm, I apologize if I can't curse on your on your program. He, he cursed. That's fine. Um, that that doesn't help a, a a fucking young boy who's fresh out of school who doesn't know anything, doesn't have a way, and has no clear path of what to do. But if he can see, okay, here are these forgotten state guys. They're hashtagging a bunch of stuff. They're going out of state all the time. I'm going to try and hop in a car with them, learn what I can learn, go where I can go, and do what I can do. And maybe, just maybe, maybe I can get something popping. And maybe it yeah. doesn't work for. Maybe it doesn't work for them that way. It, but it, I can it might guarantee. Work, it might not work. Yeah. Exactly. But I can guarantee you, 
if a WWA4 kid graduates and a WWA4 kid goes to any of these promotions and says, hey, I'm an A4 kid, it's an immediate – the door might not be fully open, but it's cracked. And if I can – if I, us, if we can do that for the entirety of the state of Florida, that makes it better for multiple generations down the line. And also, that makes it better for Florida as a, as a whole because now we've got bigger draws. We've got bigger people who can reach larger audiences that can draw bigger crowds make more money and we don't have to worry about you know uh promotional issues or having to scratch and fight and claw or have some of these older veterans who have been doing this for 10 12 years who are like well shit who am i going to wrestle now because nobody else is on my level with you know not technically but nobody else has that same prestige well now we've made people yeah and and, and the thing is is i I it, I kind of sided with the fact of that you, there was merit behind it, right? It wasn't a, a fuck you to the state or anything like that. And I think some guys, it was subject to interpretation. I think part of the reason that is, is because, because you guys use the term state. I think because yeah. that was said, that, you're repre- that makes you representing the entire state. Okay, it, it, but that's how you guys were associated. But you know, you, you know, you could have been like the Forgotten City, Tampa, or whatever. Like it, it you know, you could have said any yeah. kind of location. But that puts you on on the spot for that. And and then, then, like I think Eddie said, it's like, well, then we're hearing from other people, what's up with your state? You know, like all this kind of stuff. Are you guys a bunch of whiners, or are you guys? Is there something wrong in your state? Believe me, I, I have talking to people uh, before, long before this Forgotten State thing was, and mm-hmm. it says, yeah, man, you know, I went out, like, guys and, and gals that went down to Florida because they just came down and tried to contract chase and um, try to get signed or get a look or whatever, and it didn't contract work out for them. And then they, and, and, and then they come back and they're like, you know, like they go back home. And then they're like, yep. they have a misconception that Florida's fucked up or something, and it's not. Yep. It's just exactly. like you didn't get signed, and so yep. like, don't go and drag back your dirty laundry and air it out in Florida. The reason you didn't get signed I, is because you didn't get signed. You know. And I've heard so many of those stories from so many of those guys who have come down here and been like, "Oh, it's garbage, it's trash, what have you," and they aren't really entrenched in the scene because and contract chase is a very good term for it. I'm going to steal that. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But you're right. They, a, they tried. Right, they came from QT Marshall. <laughs> they <laughs> came from QT Marshall. He called, a, but the, a, I'm not going to say we called it, but he said it, he said to somebody and then, uh, and then they got back and I got it from that. So, but QT, like, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll come down here and they'll try to, to, to chase the contract or try to chase the WWE or, or whatever. And when it doesn't work out, then they, end up having to do the independent wrestling thing down here and it doesn't work out in the same way and they're bitter about that fact and because they're bitter about the fact that they didn't get the contract now they're going to take that bitterness when they inevitably have to you know take their ball and go home that bitterness leaves with them and suddenly florida is the problem and florida is this and that if we don't have people that are out there at least in my view if we don't have people that are out there counteracting that narrative we've lost Because there have been too many people that I know personally who have left, and and these people are friends of mine, who came down here, things didn't work out, they left, 
and suddenly it's my career was dying. My career didn't take off the way it was supposed to. My career was garbage. And it's like, it's like, it's, it's not, it's not like that though. Like, it's like, uh, it's not, it's not like that. There's so it's much not, good it, here that, that's not you, know? you guys intended. And, and the thing is, is I fully understand what you're saying. And professional wrestlers, one, there's a spirit of competition. And we, we are always at each other's throats when we shouldn't be. It should be brotherhood or sisterhood. Exactly. Um, and we should be trying to help elevate each other. Because if I help elevate Noah, Noah goes somewhere else, and then he can help elevate me. Okay, so you scratch yeah. your back, scratch mine. But like I've never been on anything like, oh, hey, man, I'll, I'll do this for you. You do this for me. I don't like that doing that. I think that's kind of like carny. But like... Yeah. It is what it is, like a, a mutually beneficial relationship. Um, but the thing is, is really you want to, like me, I don't have to run shows. I could go and work indies every single weekend, not have to worry about buying all this production stuff, buying rings, buying trailers, buying, paying talent, doing all that, you know, you know um, been stuff. There. Been there. It's and <laughs> yeah, and it's a fucking yeah. hard job. It's a hard job, but I. I love I love professional wrestling. I love the creative outlet that it provides me, um, both as a wrestler and and a, a booker. Um, and I I enjoy that. And I'm also older, so I'm you know I, I I realize that I you know I can't wrestle forever, you know. So I have to f- focus on some backstage things that I'm I I think I'm pretty decent at. You know, I think I build a pretty yeah. good name for Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling. I think we're one of the top ones. And I know that because I talk to guys out of state, you know, when I'm up yeah. at MLW New York or whatever. And I say, oh, yeah, you know, um, you know, like, like Tampa Bay Pro is my promotion. I try not to tell people that because then everybody wants to get booked by me. And the thing <sighs> is, is, you know, I don't got the the rates to be going and flying guys in, you know, $400 tickets oh, for yeah. uh, 20 guys. You know, oh, yeah. it's just it's just basic economics here. Yeah. You know, and um, but but going back to what I was saying here, no, it was not to just I get on tangent about promoting whatever. But the thing is, is there's a lot of people here that um don't want to be represented by others in the same field. So you're you're constantly going to be dealing with things like that. And I'm just giving you the kind of the antithesis of, of, of the situation yeah. of what guys. My, you know, if, if someone tells me just work if someone tells me. Dax is forgotten because he's a Tampa guy. If someone says that to me, I thought I'm a fuck off, you know, because yeah. I don't see you on fucking cable television wrestling. So, you know, um, and and honestly, I didn't get in this business for anybody else but myself. Like when it comes down to it, now I might be in the business for other people, but when I got in, I got in this shit for me, just like everybody else that trained. And like you know, to to be able to help inspire and things like that, and those things grow as as you get older or in, in more or more experience, you see those kind of things. And I think, um, you know, um, you guys running around saying, "Hey, we got the flagpole, the Florida flagpole, the forgotten state, yada yada." I think a lot of people are like, "Well, why should they represent me?" I think that is, I... um, uh, you know, like the. Um, where a lot of people come from, and and my state ain't forgotten because I'm here. So they felt it, they felt insulted by that, whether that was your intention or not. But that's how other wrestlers 
that I have spoken to have 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 interpreted. A lot of guys have have kind of felt that way. But I I as a big boy feel like I understand and I kind of understood what you what you you already told me. Um but I didn't know all the details. So um yeah. I feel and I I with this entire situation being as it is, uh it's been one of those things that I've kind of over to try and understand the other side as well just because I, I like to try and 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 understand things from from both perspective you know there's a reason why people feel the way that they they feel and why they react the way that they react and uh, that's just as valid as, as my feelings and shouldn't be discounted uh my rebuttal to you know uh my rebuttal to the flagpole analogy is there is room on this flagpole for all of our hands. There is absolutely no mm-hmm. reason why all yeah. of us can't 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 carry this. And for not wanting to be represented by another person, go do it better than me and be louder than me. That's yeah. And 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 it's for kinda... me, that's the basis of professional wrestling, right? That's the basis of, of of competition and and you know what what you want, right? As uh, athletes, as professionals, as entertainers, if what what I want personally for me, for Trey, Forgotten State and everything aside, I want the young kids that are coming up after me, I want them to eclipse me. I want them to be bigger and better because that will make me have to work harder and then it's just us continuously trying to outdo each other so that we can just continuously get better, right? If we don't push each other, we're not going to improve. If there's somebody who doesn't, uh, it's less that we're ourselves just representing the state, but it's almost as though we have been forced into that situation simply because others have just decided like, "Mm, okay, whatever. If you guys want to take the flagpole, go ahead and run with it. We're going to sit back here and we're just going to kind of, you know, point and give smarm. And I'm like, no, 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 chase. Like, push like follow after if if you do not like and this is personal thing i don't speak for anybody else besides myself when i say this next sentence if you do not like what i am saying you do not like what i am doing outdo me outspeak me just be louder because if you are louder than me no one's going to hear what i'm saying and you have the floor at that point Mm -hmm. if you don't want the air sucked out of the room you gotta be you just gotta be bigger than me you just gotta breathe deeper <laughs> um and i and i think that that's and i i i think that's something that for a lot of people kind of um i that th- this this one might get me in trouble i i think it's easier for people to have an opinion on something and to just kind of give those snide comments and those remarks instead of just putting their head down and doing the work. Because if, you know, uh, we have other people who are doing similar things, it's just you're not championing them as much as, as we are. And if that's the case, why aren't you doing that? If you're traveling, um, uh, I had a, there was a post that was uh, put up uh, during the whole debacle and it was to the effect of, a lot of us are out there traveling. A lot of us are out there doing these things. Um, but you don't see us going on and on making it a whole thing. 
my rebuttal to that is why aren't you doing that? Because that's kind of the point, you know, that's, that's branding, that's marketing. That's, that's what most of the job of an independent professional wrestler is, right? If, if, if a tree falls in the woods, nobody hears it. Nobody knows whether or not the tree fell. If I fall in the woods, I'm screaming. People know that I fell, <laughs> right? Um, I, I, you know, like we're like a strip mall, right? And we all got our own space at there. And the guys with the best product might not get as much sales as the guy with the biggest sign that has the billboards absolutely. everywhere and all that absolutely. kind of stuff. And from a marketing standpoint, I absolutely get it. Um, it like, And I always kind of got it like from what you were getting. The thing is, is I guess it was never clear. And because yeah. of the words you use, state and forgotten, um, and not just you, but, um, you know, the clan or not the clan, actually, because that one, but <laughs> the, um, the group, uh, the faction or whatever you want to, however you guys want to be referred to as, um, the movement of folks. I like movement. Um, and uh, just wanted to, you know, like uh, be united. In some sort of alliance of, of of that, hey, you know this this put this state on the map again, you know, because we used to absolutely. like Florida, you know, I, and I think it still is, absolutely it is, but it, yeah. it is a different, okay, like when you look at the state of Florida, there is um, there's a lot of things promoters have to deal with that other states don't have to deal with. It. One is those contract chasers that are coming down yep. here that ninety nine percent of them fail. At what they came down here to do when they end up, you know, you know, having to go back home and return to what they did. And in dealing with failure, it's a very hard thing to deal with, you know. Um, sure. Getting inside of this business is nearly impossible, you know. Like, I remember when people would call and they would uh, inquire about uh, training and things like that, and I would tell them. I said, listen, you have a better chance for playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or an NFL team than you do being a professional wrestler that's signed that's going to go WrestleMania. Because from a number oh, yeah. standpoint, that's just how it comes down to. And um, it's very difficult. But people get through. There is, a, there is a, but there's no fixed method. And what you guys are doing is what you guys are doing. If it, and, 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 but, and you guys also are not going around saying, we're the Forgotten State of Florida, or we're the Florida Jets, or whatever you want to say. You know, like, you're going out. It, it kind of left out there, subject to interpretation, that kind of re- makes people think. And it has made people think. And the guys, a lot of the boys in the locker room, have different interpretations of that. That we already would know, but we would only circle back. Yeah. The and, and I think... Um, you know, leaving the state or just not leaving Florida necessarily, but leaving the state that you were a wrestler. If you're in Idaho and you got no, and there's two promotions in the state, you have to leave the state to get noticed for, by other promotions, unless you got a really good promotion out there, you know? Um, you know, if, if you're in Iowa or something like, you know, unless you're on Sam, you know, Sammy Callahan's promotion um, that goes through there from time to time, um, that's pretty much all you got, you know, like there's not a ton like there, but there is independence out there and it's yeah. a networking opportunity for everybody. You got to leave your state. It's not just Florida. Yeah. It's not just Georgia. It's not just Iowa or California or what have you, you know, I'm sure when the PWI 500 comes out, a lot of people in, in California where there's a lot of wrestlers out there feel that they're not represented 
well. And I, I would agree with that because they don't have the um, the coverage. You know, like yep. when you go um, a big promotion that's out there um, that Sheik has, PCW, one of the biggest promotions in the in the country for at least it was for a while. I mean, they were on Amazon. But the thing is, is who knows if if the guys that are doing the grades on PWI are not watching that. They're just not watching it because they're watching something else, or, exactly. or they didn't realize it because they use Amazon Prime for other stuff. There's so much wrestling out there, and um, and this is a problem in entertainment in general. Like you know, you now you have a million streaming services. You had a million. You still have a million cable channels. And it's hard for people to find the product, and like you said, you gotta you gotta put your name somewhere. You, can, you know, send some people to the, you know, to the right spot. And if yep. you're not a promoter, like a promoter for a, a promotion, you gotta promote yourself somehow. And exactly. um, it, because because all and then in the state of Florida, we also deal with the fact that when we got contract chasers that are coming through, so then they go and they end up working the independents, and the independents are paying. As much or or less than what they were getting paid in Iowa. In, I'll just use Iowa just for the same example. In Iowa, or maybe they get paid even less. Guess what? Supply and demand. Basic economics here. There is more wrestlers in Florida than there is in a lot of other states. Guess why? Well, a lot of wrestlers retired in the state of Florida, like old legend mm-hmm. wrestlers. You know, a lot of got some schools. A lot of them. You got the Dudleys. You got Lethal. You got a Gangrel. You got. But I, I mean, I can just go on and on and on, okay? And the thing is, is because of that, you got a lot of wrestlers that are here, okay? Yep. So supply and demand. The shows doesn't mean the shows get that much bigger because you got more wrestlers in this area, okay? Yep. So, so that's like a big thing. Next up, you got NXT with their coconut loop. They're back on the road. Mm-hmm. All the independents are competing with NXT, at least for, hey, that um, allowance, that wrestling allowance that fans have. Because, hey, I can go over to to Largo and, and see uh, NXT, or I can go over to Largo and uh, this other uh, later in the month and go see Tampa Bay Pro. Which one am I going to do? It's hard to compete with that. It really is. And um, I'm not making excuses as a promoter, but the reality is that is the reality. You know? And, and I know those kind of things. And that's, and that's why I would go with Flyer, for... those NXT shows. How <laughs> yeah. send guys and, over to Flyer that. So, you know. And it's difficult for younger wrestlers getting started as well because then you're you're almost lost in the shuffle if you aren't doing something. You know, if, if, if you're just starting out and you're not promoting yourself properly or you're not, you know, finding yourself in, a, in, in the right market, it's very difficult for you to make a name for yourself, to get noticed because if, because every, what would you say? Maybe a year or two. There's a new class of wrestlers that are coming out from somewhere. Yep. And that new class of wrestlers that's coming out from somewhere is going to do what every veteran ever has told you to do, which is hit the road and go to as many promotions as possible. It, and if basic. they're doing that, you're you've now got 20 young boys from three different schools that are showing up to this show that you're also trying to get on. And there's a, a very low chance that you might get on that show, but you don't have any sort of, uh, let's call it a streamline to help you understand how to state things work or how it feels to go, you know, to another, another promotion of a state or getting your resume set and all this stuff set. Right. But, uh, 
Forgotten State and myself, my friends, we're support. We want to be suppositories of, you know, intelligence, of help, of getting the boys ready to be put in these position in situations and to help them go out and do these things and make life overall easier for everybody. That way, it's not just a bubble that is just continuously getting bigger and bigger and bigger and more full and more full and more full until one day, who knows, right? Um, and I, 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 I understand where people could get upset about that, you know, and where people could get upset yeah. about like, well, there's a lot of us that are, that are out here that are doing all these things and so on and so forth. But it, it's, and you know, it's, it's like you said, it is, it is a very sort of me first kind of game, but there's a, uh, it's it's gotta be it's it's gotta be it's it's like food service right first in first out like if something's close to getting ex close to expired you put it towards the front of the cabinet that way you can get it out of there and then it's just you get the newer stuff in the back and then it just filters and filters and filters and filters it's the same thing with wrestling at a certain point you get to that point where you're like I've reached the max of what I can do here I've got to go somewhere else the problem is you just don't have you know that clear direction of where do I go? Um, and I think that if you have people, you know, with the forgotten state, with the hashtag, whatever, you can just click on small blue link. And now suddenly you're inundated with posts and people and things and places you can message and, and things that you can use to kind of be like, okay, well, I saw Noah posted about this promotion. Noah goes here a lot. Maybe I can hit up Noah and maybe I can get in a car ride or maybe I can hit up uh, XYZ person. They've been posting about this thing. And then, you know, it, it's, it's, it's more of just, it, it's more than simply just, yeah, nobody knows we're here. Ew, because I'll level with you, Dax. When I was a kid, the background of my laptop was the FIP World Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> because I really wanted to be FIP World Heavyweight Champion because it was important to me because it was under that WWN umbrella and that thing meant more to me than anything in the world. And I don't like the idea that that means less to other people or that other people, you know, or that other people don't think as highly of that as me or what have you, right? Yeah. But it's not going to get better until you take steps to get it there because that's because you can only ignore something for so long and just pretend like it's not there. And like you said, there's so much wrestling in so many different places. You, you got to let people know that you're here at this point because it's almost like on every streaming service, you have access to some sort of wrestling. And if that's the case, why are they tuning into you? Yeah, you know, I think the floor guys, we get double whammy or triple whammy or what have you, however I can put that. Like you said, like you have to do so much, so much in the state of Florida. Florida's known for, I've said this before and I'll say it again because it's been said to me by the old timers, you know, I mean the old, old timers, you know, and uh, they were in the business and they were, you know, Florida was known as the state with the best workers. And the reason that was, you know, was because, you know, back in the day, you had Florida, uh, you know, uh, championship wrestling from Florida. Everybody yep. was 
was going through there. It was part of that NWA circuit, you know, that yeah. people would funnel guys through, you know, like that's just how it was. And those guys were also wrestling five, six, seven days a week. And that was like mm-hmm. a normal for them. You know, like I, you know, um, I'll put my boy, uh, Alex Porto, like, you know, pug would do, Hey, David, you know, you know, you got, you, know, you got to get that work out there. You know, we, you know, I was wrestling five days a week, you know, in the state of Florida and all this kind of stuff, or you could talk to Joe Malenko or any of those guys and they'll tell you the same thing. It's like, yeah, but the thing is, is we don't have that ability to wrestle five times a week in the state of Florida no, God, anymore. God, no, and, God, and, no. Because, because they're, it's not a territory anymore. You know, you, you know, the same promotion that exists in Tampa doesn't exist in Fort Myers. It doesn't exist in Miami. That doesn't exist in Orlando. That doesn't exist in Daytona. Or it doesn't okay. exist in Jacksonville and Tallahassee or what have you. They're all true independents. Is it sort of territory? Not really. People step on each other's toes left and right. We all know Absolutely. that. Um, so, like, it's it's truly independent in that sense. And then, like, a lot of people, it's kind of like you hear from wrestlers that, Sometimes they don't want to have a belt. Um, you know, I'm sure all the wrestlers have been in a situation where you're like, you're working for a company and you're just there for the reps or whatever, or maybe some other reason. And then like, I just don't want the belt here because I know yeah. I'm going to leave at a certain point. And it's no, no offense to them, but it's just like, Hey, I got bigger fish to fry or I got, a, 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 I have motives I, that I, I, I want to work for. Yeah. You know? Like, and, and the thing is, is, and you want to help that promotion out. So, um, like I guess I think I hit on all the angles. I think that people could have. I, I'm not saying I had those. Um, yeah. I know me personally. I don't like to be forgotten. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people don't like to be forgotten. But Absolutely the thing not. is, is you know, yelling at the rooftop saying, "Hey, motherfuckers, I'm still here, and I bet I can out wrestle half your guys in the top 300 on PWI." or at least keep up with them. At least I deserve an opportunity here. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, so like we have a lot of things that are going on, you know, and, you know, and, and the other thing is, you know, a lot of the Florida guys do get an opportunity to go on like AW or NXT Absolutely. Uh, dark or and whatever, and, uh, not NXT dark, but AW dark and NXT and things like that and level up or whatever the heck is called now. Or, and like, but the thing is we're getting stomped. You know, on those. But back in the day, it was the same freaking thing. You know what I mean? Like the Florida guys that were on WCW Worldwide. You know, um, like you talking about my boy, you know, Ray, Ray Ayala. You know, he, yeah, he worked, you know, some job matches on that. That's just how it was back in the day. Ain't nothing yeah. wrong with that, you know. And, um, I, you know, bottom line, you know, it just goes back to the old rhetoric. I think everyone really is on the same page. It's it, yeah. get your butt up and around and network and get out of state and just better at wrestling. Yeah. You know, um, there's a lot of wrestlers that are over. They can't wrestle yet. They couldn't reverse a headlock. But the thing is, is it, that's pro wrestling. <laughs> like you got all shapes, all sizes, all different kinds of things. Um, like my gimmick, I have, a, you know, both my gimmicks are very, very different. Then your gimmick that you have, if you even want to even call it a gimmick or your persona, your look or whatever you want to say, um, it's completely different. We're all different. We're all individuals and, um, and we all deserve to be able to represent ourselves. And, um, and the thing is, is if, if you guys choose to loop in, Hey, uh, you know, your state into your name, if, 
you know, it's kind of like, man, what was it? Um, You know, like if you hear somebody say, I'm the best damn wrestler in the state of Florida or, you know, it's it's like because you have this belt from this promotion. Does that belt represent the state of Florida? We don't have Florida territory, like a true Florida territory, like the Oda days. So how much weight does it carry? But the thing is, to some people, to fans, it might carry weight. You know, because they're saying exactly. it for the state of Florida. They're not saying it for the fucking other wrestlers. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. Stop acting like a goddamn mark. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Because, like, and really, it's promotional, you know? Yep. I'm if, glad you that know, you understand that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, you know, like, if, if, if I'm having a match with Noah Vale, I'm not going to go out there and say, no, no avail. You're, you know, you know, you're 140 pounds soaking wet. I, you know, my breakfast looks bigger than you. No, no I'm not going to do that. I'm going to talk about your, you know, your virtues that you have, the things that you bring to the table, reasons why I could fucking lose and why I got to train up and study and do all those kind of things to whoop your fucking ass. And by the way, you better buy, pay for a fucking ticket because it's cool, you know, whatever. Like, that's different ways that people promote. But there are people that go out there and say, fuck this guy, fuck his ass. He, you know, I fucked his wife last week, whatever the fuck he said. And I, I, this is a lot of swearing on there. I'm sorry, guys, if you, you got a youngins here. But, but the thing is, is that, like, that's different ways people promote, by the way. Absolutely. You know, it, you know, stop. You know, I think people need to just take a step back and realize this is goddamn, this is entertainment, folks. Okay, mm-hmm. we're not in the fucking UFC. And by the way, the UFC and MMA copies us anyway. <laughs> like you watch your entire, you know, it's it's lifted from freaking uh, WWE 2K. You know, like anytime yeah. you watch anything now. So, you, it is what my it is. thought process is always: you can't be. It, everyone can say like I'm the best or I'm better than this person or what have you. It's entertainment that's purely subjective. And if you're looking at things from the point of view of a fan, yeah, it's really cool that, you know, you know this really intricate and, and, and in-depth wrestling sequence. But maybe that fan really likes watching dudes get slapped in the face with pieces of cheese, and that's why they're yep. going to buy a ticket instead of yep. watching you do a bunch of and do a bunch of wrestling shit. And maybe we do go in front of another crowd and they're really invested in seeing you do a bunch of wrestling shit and don't like people being slapped in the face with cheese. Yeah. It's all about knowing your audience. And if it offends you, obviously you aren't the audience that it was meant for because yeah. it's not meant for the boys. It's meant for everyone else who should be paying attention to it. If the boys can benefit from it, which I've already laid out how they can, uh, that's some free game for anybody that's listening. Um, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You can't steal cheeses. It's cheeses finished, motherfucker. <laughs> Sick uh, motherfucker absol- to the elbow. Absolutely, absolutely. Go ahead and do so, but you know, I, I. At the end of the day, it's about attracting fans. It's attracting a fan base, and it's about getting more people to watch wrestling and watch Florida wrestling. And my job is not to get Florida wrestlers to watch Florida wrestling because that's the most counterintuitive shit I've ever heard in my life. Um, My job is to get fans, people who don't watch wrestling, people who do watch wrestling and just don't know they were here. My job is to get them to watch wrestling. And and I think I do a pretty okay job at it so far. And, you know, 
if if people want to get mad about you're that, right. that, you're all right. I'll... I give you shit over some shit, but <laughs> like like um, skidding like seven times in a match, but we'll get over that. It's gotten so much <laughs> worse, Dax. It's gotten I'm sure so it has. Worse. <laughs> it's so convenient. Um, <laughs> we'll start calling you Road Rash. Um, but yeah, man, I I just I understand why people get upset about it. I get that, but I also understand. Uh, not everything is for the boys. Sometimes it's to put some 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 butts in seats, and maybe I don't always uh, succeed in it. Maybe I don't always do it the uh, the most delicate way, but you know, uh, usually it works. So it's not your we'll job to make this. the wrestlers happy. Bottom line, not in the it's slightest. not my job. Not in the slightest. It's your job to either piss off the fans. Or, or give them what they want. Absolutely. And if people can't get that, then... It, it, and I think a lot of this has just been subject to misinterpretation. Um, oh, yeah, 100%. I don't think that's a failure on anyone specific. Um, looking back backwards, maybe if you guys were... Um, just, just me spitballing, okay? Like, maybe if you guys said, for example... Explain the forgotten state a little bit more. It yeah. could have been um, more rationalized better. You comprehended better. But then you might also lose the fact that you guys are trying to explain shit Barney style to people, and it might lose yeah. the goddamn appeal of what you guys are going yeah. for. And, and it, exactly. it's like being a shock jock in a sense. You know, like their job to shock, shock and go, you know, make people think, get them spinning. You know what I mean? Um, and, um, you know, um, there's nothing wrong with that. That's part of the, the art, the art of professional wrestling. So, um, the mystique. Absolutely. So, um, I think, I think the air has been cleared here, at least from my perspective. And, and by the way, I didn't have a problem with it. I did not like being said that my status is forgotten, but I've explained why, and you've explained to me, yeah. and I and I understand, and I think we both agree on what you know. Like now we're on this; everyone's on the same page. But I always, me personally, I always lean towards. I think I know what these guys do. They're just get, trying to get over, and, and, and I think yeah. that's what it really comes down to. And that's you know what? Hey, now you can go in, and you case could go and say it might appeal to other promoters. I said, hey, man, let's get those Forgotten State guys over here, man. We could do, like, a freaking NWO invasion or whatever. Like, you know, something like your Four Horsemen or so. You know, we got these guys because there's always some guys, like, Southern guys that think they're the Four Horsemen of their promotion. Oh, yeah. You guys would go in oh, and yeah. be, you know, the disruption against them or something, you know? Like, hey, man, like, being disruptive is just a part of making it, bro. You know, um, you, you know, when when Pepsi came out, the people at Coca-Cola weren't happy about it. You know what I mean? But that's what they had to do to get over, you know, and so, you know, sell their pop. So, Hey bro, you got, um, just uh, any kind of a, just to close up here, we're at an hour and 14. So I, I, I kind of just want to, you know, um, take, take it home here. Um, I, I guess, you know, what's coming up for you? What kind of plugs you want to put in here? Gosh, and uh, closing uh, thoughts that you got. Coming up this weekend, it is currently March the 7th today, correct? Eighth. Um, the 8th? Oh my god, I'm behind. Uh, this 
coming Saturday, I have NRG in its debut show. Uh, that's going to be fantastic. I'm taking on Blake. What's Banks. the main event on that? I believe it's August Artois versus Gangrel, if I'm correct. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So that'll be very interesting. I, I, I'm curious to see if he can set his blood on fire. That'd be sick. Um, <laughs> it's um, harder to set things on fire than you think. We just did something I, on TV, and it, and it was a we had to shoot it like twelve times because <laughs> dude, there's a big difference from lighter fluid and uh, Zippo fluid. Then put that way. <laughs> charcoal charcoal fluid. I'll leave it at that. Um, bunch of new merch and everything coming out. That should be out within the next couple of weeks. If you want to Where's find out more information platform? about any, uh, fully gimmicked. Uh, okay, dot com. F U L L Y gimmick.com. If you want to find out any more information about that, or if you want to follow me on my social media, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at noavail97. You can follow me on Twitter at lostxpistola. And if you would like to find out more about what the Forgotten State is doing at any given time, whether it's myself, Marquise, uh, Sir Nightmare, Donovan, Martyr, first class, anything like that, you can probably just look up hashtag for your stay on any social media and you'll probably find something from one of us. Gotcha. Awesome, guys. You guys are going to have to get, uh, get some uh, shirts there for the Forgotten uh, yeah, State well, if it hasn't been done yet. With a big I feel like, that... out, like, like, like a big Florida um, outline right on it. You know what I mean? Dog, um, if, if, I've, if I've walked, that, it really will be like the NWO walking in the locker rooms with that thing on. They're going to be like, oh, it's the Forgotten State guys again. <laughs> These Forgotten but... State guys are taking over our locker room. What are we going to do? Let's get them out. Move over, move over, brother. That's my chair. Um, hey, like I said, there's trade off with everything in life. And and you guys might get a little bit of that, or you might not. You know, like, uh, what the heck is that thing that people were wearing? Billy Stark's brand. Ah, uh, the BS. Like BS, they had the armbands or the knee. Big Stark's brother. Is it Big Stark's? Is that what it is? Big is that Stark's different brand. than Billy? Uh, it's uh, Billy's. It's 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 Billy's familial brand. It's ran by her and her father, Mouse. Her family deal. Okay, okay. Yeah. But like you know, it's like you know, um, yeah, like they had that deal. Um, but it, but it, it gets uh, contagious, right? So hey, man, oh, yeah. you you keep doing what you're doing, keep getting better, because eventually, you know, um, you know, you're doing a good job. You know what I mean? And and I and you're one of the guys I keep an eye on. Um, and uh, I try not to be a grumpy old man. Um, I try to, you know, support all the guys that are uh, that are are going out there and they're they're freaking uh, running and gunning, you know. And uh, and you guys are one of those, and you're one of them, along with a lot of the forgotten state gentlemen that, that you mentioned. Um, a lot of the guys that I, you know, have known since their infancy in professional wrestling. I want to see all of them succeed. Okay. Um, and um, they're, you know, we can only uh, just keep grinding. And um, I wish you guys well. And I, and you might see me there um, at some of those places one, at one point. So I'll I'm always down. be happy to share, share the locker, locker room with you guys. And, um, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm not the only Daxy X anymore. So, you know, I, I, what? I, I got to start. There's another one. Out, you know? <laughs> Well, the 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 
FTR one. Like uh, they were for, uh, referring yeah. to him as that yeah. for a bit, even though yeah, I was yeah. first. But you know, Dax is a name. Get over it. You know, um, yeah, that's why you trademark your shit, and I did not. So, um, it is what it is, right? Um, I, I wish that guy well as well. You know, um, but um, but the thing is, is like, um, you know, you guys uh, are doing the right thing. And I don't think anybody can disagree with the fact that you guys are out of state. You guys are getting experience. You're wrestling different styles. You're getting on other promotions. You're making some of you are making money. I know traveling out of state, it's hard to make money right now. But you guys are jumping in cars together, trying to carpool, trying to you know mitigate the the financial costs as much as possible. And you guys are getting noticed. And that's all that fucking matters. So oh, yeah. um, keep doing that shit. You know what I mean? Thank you. I mean, I miss you guys down at Tampa Bay Pro from time to time, but guess what? Hey, man, I got, I always got toys to play with. <laughs> you know what I mean? I always got guys down there, and I know, you know, if um, at some point I could always pick up the phone if one of you guys are available, we can get you running the gun down here again, too. So, hey, man, get, go out, get, get it a bigger name. And, and and work those make those connections to bro and um the forgotten state you, just just keep on rolling baby okay Absolutely. all right guys well that's a wrap i'll put my plugs in at the end thank you so much you no know, um i'm gonna sign off right here we're at an hour and 20 minutes okay thank you buddy cool no worries thank you Dex. all right man all right take care Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening Hey, we do have Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling coming up here on May 27th It's going to be a night show, tentatively scheduled for 7pm in Largo, Florida With Retro Rat, Toys and Games Um, Kids are free with a paid adult Also, if you guys uh, are looking for um, some official merchandise Go check out Shop Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling com get your latest t-shirts and other collectible memorabilia thanks a lot guys and have a great day